Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome back to part three of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Okay, so enjoy part three of the podcast. (laughs) And he just fucking... What's a beat on him? He's like, no, it was a young man, about 20. Uh, and he, had, he was very strong, and, and he had no beard. <laughs> he was beardless. <laughs> he does a Cynthia Rothrock in Yes, Madam. Yeah. Say it! Yeah. Confess! <laughs> whack, 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 whack. I expect him to tie clinch him and start pumping knees into him like she did. Like, just, it's a fucking young guy with muscles and no beard. You fucking asshole, say it! <laughs> you fucking asshole. But that that's another one. Like, Yes, Madam, that's another one that we did on this podcast that I hadn't seen before. And watch that. And that's probably one of my favorite uh, martial arts films now. Like, I loved that film. I thought it was fantastic. And that film, like, is just right up my alley because it's about cops. They're driving around in the city. There's, There's cars. There's running through airports and that that scene where they're running down a flight of stairs and buddy hits the landing and michelle oh yo jumps yeah. from the <laughs> other landing and does a flying <laughs> fucking drop kick and then buddy rolls down the fucking stairs the remaining stairs and i was just like oh my god somebody made this just for me <laughs> like <I'm> fucking... <laughs> this is how are you in my head <laughs> yeah this is fantastic so that that to me like again it's all it's all taste and subjective but that that movie had my eyes burning out of my head like like it was just incredible i i the action never stopped in that movie yeah well and that's one of the things i think too like with that movie and with that crew like that sammo hung jackie chan michelle yo like when you get in that that crew there's always a chance in one of those movies for just a body to come flying yeah. across the, yes. the screen. <laughs> yes. Or they're going to come fucking jumping downstairs or yeah. throw somebody off a second floor fucking balcony or something like some oh, shit. You're just some like, wild shit's going to yeah. happen, right? Well, there's numerous <laughs> there's numerous times in that film and other films where you just you're just like, "Whoa, Jesus Christ." And then you roll like <laughs> you you rewind it because there's yeah. a lot like 
what were we watching? Wheels on Meal, where Samo jumped out of the fucking moving van as it took that tur- that oh, corner my Jesus on the Christ. cliff. Yes, and yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, on the dirt Sam- fucking yeah. road. <laughs> it was like, did Samo just jump out of that fucking van and just like <laughs> roll it back? And you're like, yep. yeah, he fucking did. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, and it was going like sixty yeah. at the time. Was there a guy standing on that car? just before that other car crashed on top of it and you're like yeah there fucking <laughs> yep. was like there th- yeah they jumped a car over a bridge and missed a guy by about a foot yeah <laughs> like- so i guess i guess i love the martial arts aspect of it but i think i like the stunting i think i like the stunts and the acrobatics just as much if not more depending on the film that we're watching and yes and i think that's where i kind of was like expecting something like off the hook on this that it's competently done, just not what I thought. Well, and I think that's the leap that... Because Jackie Chan started out with these kind of movies. Yeah. But I think he made the leap to, okay, let's put more of this acrobatic, exciting-to-watch stuff in the movies. Yes. Whereas these ones are just straight-up kung fu choreographed fights, and there's never a moment in here where I go, holy shit, look at that! It's, it's always like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's the level of excitement with the fights that I got. Like, oh, that was that was kind of cool. I like that move. Yeah, that was, that was... There's never, like, a, Jesus yeah, fucking, yeah, that guy died! Yeah. Like... You know? Like, <laughs> like, like, when we were doing Rumble in the Bronx and Jackie jumped, like, from one building to the other after slapping Angelo was, across the ass with the fucking... Fucking aerial. ridiculous. Like, that was insane. <laughs> that was absolutely That was one insane. of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. But also, even in movies like The Raid, like Little Things, like when uh, Eco grabbed that guy's head and slammed it into the wall three or four times as the guy was falling, and yes, bam, 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 how they yeah. did they did rubber tiles to look like actual ceramic tiles that break, yeah, and the foley and the timing and the fact that the camera was jibbing down, like it was really violent. It was really violent and it was amazing. Just like bam, bam, bam. As he fell to the floor, that's the type of stuff that I'm just like, oh yeah. So maybe I'm some sort of masochist, yeah. but I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I think I like the violence because, like, with thinking of the raid, and you already mentioned it earlier, when they're fighting in the hallway and he tie clinches that guy and jumps backward and slams his neck on that broken fucking door door frame. Yes, like that's an unbelievable fight. It's extremely fast. It's really well choreographed because it still looks spontaneous. There's no waiting around syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it ends in an extraordinarily violent way with him slamming his neck down on that splintered door frame. Yeah. And it just makes your heart go, Jesus, fuck, what yeah. did I just see? Right? Like, holy shit. And this and a lot of the other movies like it don't have any moments like that where it just is like holy shit that <laughs> yeah. guy just got murdered yeah, yeah you're or, just like you know what anything like that in the fuck did i just watch but even in even in <laughs> uh, like we talked about sammo jumping out of the van and wheels on meals when yeah. when we were watching american ninja 2 and that lady stunt double that lady stunt double was supposed to jump out of the van and roll across the grass but there oh, was and she hit that fucking uphill there was that little fucking bump <laughs> like just a little bump it was like fucking nine to ten inches like of a hump in the grass and she dives out and hits it and stops dead and you know that she broke both fucking like you know 
broke both fucking shoulders were broken. And I rewound that like I rewound that like fucking six times. I was just like, holy fuck. She she got fucking rattled, son. And I put it back and I was like, oh God. And I was like, I wonder, was that planned? And I would roll it back. I was like, that was not planned. <laughs> nope. That nope. was not planned. And, I, and, and once I realized that it was not planned and she probably was really hurt, I watched it like three more times. Like <laughs> Like there's a thing, there's a thing when you love the violence in the movies where you're like, what, what just happened there? Oh shit, I think that happened. Oh fuck, that did I think happen. That's really hurt. No, what happened was she really got hurt. Okay, let's watch it one more time now that we know that she's really that's hurt. So <laughs> like <laughs> now that I know that that was her last day of filming, let's give it another yeah, watch. Let's now. give it one more. Let's give it one more watch. Um, but that's the that's the thing with like you know you watch you watch you watch NASCAR because a car could crash at any moment or you know like there's sports where you're like oh somebody could really get fucked up and that's what I like in my martial arts films I like the fact that in some of the films we watched we're like that stuntman was just knocked smooth the fuck out like we've watched some films where we're like oh no he's fucking dead like that guy's really hurt (laughs) well like when we watched the octagon and chuck fucking knocked that dude out and put his head under the water yes we were like oh my god that guy's actually drowning that guy's actually (laughs) drowning (laughs) and chuck's sitting on his legs and he's fucking chuck's sitting on his legs thinking like chuck you know people can't breathe you might be able to breathe under water motherfucker you might have gills but this guy can't he's human (laughs) but i mean even even films like when we were watching uh we were watching uh tony jaw and at the beginning all those dudes were falling out of that fucking tree (laughs) oh my fuck yeah yeah and there was no padding on the ground of that fucking place they were hitting the ground like they're dropping out like WKRP turkeys. Like, <laughs> like, just, like it's a fucking watermelon tree and yeah. they're just yeah. harvest time, bitches. Just, wham, wham, wham. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, those guys were hitting hard. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know what? I think you're right in that I am one of those people who I'm not an auto racing guy. When I watch NASCAR, I want to see crashes. Yeah. Because that's exciting. I don't want anybody to die or get hurt. But I want to see the crashes. And when I watch movies, I know they're not real. So do some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, it's not real. So fucking make heads fly off and do all kinds of crazy shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I like. And that's one of the things I really liked about going back to Lady Snowblood is she stabs dudes and, like, a geyser of blood comes out, which, again, goes back to Quentin. Yeah. Right? Blood fountain comes out. Guys' arms are falling off. Like... It's violent as hell. And it catches you off guard like, Jesus, what's up with this chick? Holy shit balls. Like she's decapitating dudes and cutting arms off and throwing people down, down wells and shit. Like, yeah, it was violent as shit. So that's what I find is missing in some of these where the story's great. It, it flows okay. But there's just not enough action. When the action's there, the fighting's good. Yeah. It's competent. It's well done. But it's nothing that makes you go, holy fuck balls. Doesn't do that. Yeah, there was a thing that you and I watched. Oh, God, I think we were in our 20s. But there was a guy that was driving a truck in Africa, and he had a cheetah in the back that he was releasing into the wild. Oh. 
that was the greatest video of all time. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the, he, he went to the back of the truck and opened the back gate to allow the cheetah to jump out. And then he got fucking scurries back and jumps into the cab of the truck. And he's just he waiting. It. He was well. It he didn't. Yeah. The he cheetah was. Cheetah didn't leave. He was waiting for the cheetah to leave. The cheetah didn't leave. So he grabs this fucking broom handle from from the cab and leans out the window and starts poking the cheetah through the cage. And the fucking cheetah runs out the back of the truck and jumps in the cab. So now you can't even see the man, but it's just the cheetah's ass sticking out the driver's side window. And that was the most muscular cat ass I've ever seen. Because you can tell that the, the whole back end of him was flexing. So to keep his fucking back sturdy so he could bite and swat the fuck out of this African truck driver. And he was just beating the shit. And we fucking watched. I don't know. How many times did we watch that? A hundred. Oh, my like, God. Two to a hundred. It's, like, it's no less than a hundred. We just kept rewinding. I would watch that 20 times right now if yeah, I could. He's, oh, he's poking him with a stick. He's poking him with a stick. <laughs> Just, Dude, that cheetah jumped out of the back of that truck and hooked a Yui faster than I've ever seen well, anything turn 180 degrees. It's a fucking cheetah. Like, the cheetah was so fucking mad. He was probably, like, from the back of that truck, from the back of that pickup truck, he probably got up to 20 miles an hour before the tailgate, right? He's probably going 20. He hit the ground. He does a 180 and probably gets up to 30. As he's going up the side of the truck, like, that fucker was moving. And he just, he didn't even jump all the way in the cab. He just fucking oh, locked no. those back claws onto the windowsill. And it was just, just he this. Julian, that fucking guy. Fucking cheetah's anus, like, taking up the full part of the screen. And you just heard the guy screaming inside the truck. Just his cheetah's ass. But you knew what was happening. Oh, fuck. And the, the the funniest part about that was that this poor fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, he was just doing his he, job. He set up, he just doing his job, but he had set up the camera to film him yes, releasing yes, the cheetah. Yeah, there's just a camera on a tripod. Little did he know yeah. he would be filming his own fucking demise. <laughs> just set that up. Okay. Yeah, this is Tenji. I'm getting ready to release the cheetah. <laughs> Just make sure my boss gets to see that I released yeah. this properly. Poke, yeah, poke, yeah. poke. Fuck! Ah! Ah! Oh, he's uh, he's uh, not getting out of the back. All right, I'll just grab this broom handle. This give him a little cheetah poke, poke here. Get him, get him moving. Get him out the back. He got <laughs> fucked cheetah up. Cheetah poking so bad. stick. He got fucked up so bad. I loved it. But oh my god, that's so funny. But back in back in this movie world, uh, Toad is imprisoned. He's the one that were they framed for the murder. And they decide that the only way that they're going to make this guy confess, because the only way you can be convicted of a crime in this world is you have to confess to the crime. If you don't confess to the crime, they can't find you guilty. So they basically just beat the shit out of you and torture you until you confess. So they can basically put anybody away. So Toad, they decide that they're going to put him in an Iron Maiden. And it has little to no effect on him. He basically just fucking flexes. It just and, wakes him the fuck up. Yeah, it just fucking <laughs> hits the go button for Toad. Because that's the Iron Maiden is foreplay for this motherfucker. And they did a really good job. Because Toad is now fighting Snake. And he's like, you will never find the weak spot on my body. Which, I don't know why you would say 
reveal that you have a weak spot. Yeah. Um, I have a weak spot. <laughs> yeah. Bet you won't find it. <laughs> Bet you won't find it. <laughs> like, Bet you won't guess All my right. name. My name's Rumpelstiltskin. Um, <laughs> first of all, Toad is in fucking wicked shape. Like, he looks fantastic. Yeah. He is now fighting Snake, and Snake is making strikes on him, trying to find the weak spot. So he's using his little, I'm a snake, and, you know, driving the fingertips into his chest, into his pecs, into his shoulders, trying to find this weak spot on his body. And there's a scene where Toad knocks him on his back and starts running toward him. Snake starts moving backwards exactly the same way that he was in the training video. They cut back to the training. Yes. Very good. Really, really good. Very cool. I like this uh, this video here. If you if you are listening to this and you don't know what a poison princess is, um, it's like a it's kind of like a like a two sided mold, and it, it fits a human body. So it's like if you molded a body around two halves, but in the on the inside of it, it's got little like spikes and like nails and shit. So when you close it, it just fucking perforates a person. But it obviously doesn't work on Toad because he's super not perforatable he has super iron skin until until they put him back in the iron maiden no but after they've... he has a bit of a fight and uh snake has was it was snake he was fighting right because he stabs him in his fucking ears he was fighting snake but then uh scorpion uh shows up and scorpion, scorpion sorry, right. stabs him in the ears finds his weak spot which is his ears and basically drives the spikes into his ears blood sprays everywhere and then they're like, oh, he's fucked up. And they're like, put him in the Iron Maiden now that we've destroyed his powers. Yeah. And they stabbed fire him. him in his stupid brain. <laughs> they stabbed him in the fucking ears. And basically that's, <laughs> I, you would think that any, if it's, if it's the ears, like any hole would do it. So basically he's kind of like Luke Cage in the fact that he's got like yeah. super strong skin, but ears, I like, if that was. Like, you can imagine he shows up wearing a helmet. You'll never find my weak spot. Just like like a wrestling, like just the wrestling ones that covers his like ears. little wrestling <laughs> yeah. ear covers. Yeah, just a wrestling <laughs> ear cover. Bet you can't find my weak spot. <laughs> is it your ears? Fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, is it your fucking ears, you dickhead? So, yeah, they basically really throw, him in, throw him in the Iron Maiden, slam the door shut on him, and then when they open it, he's got like a thousand red dots on him. He is perforated they're they're not like actually holes cushion. yeah they're just they're just red dots no which i got in a fight with my brother once and i picked up a broom and not a soft mm-hmm. bristle one one of those old school like straw bristles oh those fucking stiff ones yeah yeah and i jabbed it like a spear at him with the br- <laughs> the, the broom and i stabbed him in the face and dude when I pulled that broom back, I didn't expect. I just thought I'd just jab him with the broom. When I pulled that broom back, he had like a million holes in his face and and his eyes were bright red. Like I fucking stabbed oh. him. Like I just thrust the broom just thinking, you know, and I was like, hey, go brush your face. And I stabbed it at him. I jabbed him. And when I pulled the broom away, like... There was blood, like little pinholes everywhere, just like Toad. His face came was instantly into the, blood. Yeah, I basically <laughs> straw maidened him with this fucking broom. It was brutal. He was pissed. Dude, speaking of brutal, they bring Toad out here now that he is powerless, and they have a goddamn <clears throat> little, uh, little uh, fucking bowl of fire, and they're yeah. heating up a metal back covering on a yes. stick. 
and they're getting this red fucking hot. They bring Toad in here, and they put him down in front of the the magistrate or whatever, whoever this is, and he won't confess still. And they put this goddamn metal back covering on him that's like molten metal, basically. Yeah. And they brand his entire back. He's completely fucking burnt red on his back. He obviously blacks out from the pain. Is he, I don't think he's dead, is he? Uh, I think I can't he remember might if be he's dead. dead or not. I think he honestly. might be dead here, but basically, yeah. Uh, first of all, makeup they effects fuck him were, up. Makeup effects were quite good. Pretty um, good, even yeah. in even in the high def version that we got, because this is obviously going to be the best quality that this film's ever been at. And then yeah. essentially, they bring out the witness, and they're like, "Yeah, was it this fucking guy and the the kid that just got his ass kicked in prison?" And witness this guy get yep. burned to death. They're like, was it him? He's like, oh, fuck yeah. And they're like, get his signature. Oh, hell yeah. And he is, he is fucking down on the floor. And they basically lift his dead hand up, put a paintbrush in it, make an X. And that's his <laughs> confession. That's his confession yeah. to the crime. Hold this calligraphy brush and they hold his dead fucking hand and just... But I mean, they're real fucking pricks about it because the kid that they forced to confess, they're like, all right, you can go now. He's like, all right. And he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He takes the top sheet of his oh, bed, yeah. makes his, makes himself a little bindle, and he's about to get the fuck out of town when uh, Centipede yep. and Snake show up and pay him a visit because uh, they don't oh, want yeah. any motherfuckers talking. They do not. The lighting in this scene is great because the little kid, it's he's not, he's not a little kid. He's like a 20-something, but he goes over with his little bindle. And he blows the candle out. And when he blows the candle out, the lighting totally drops in the room. It's really great, man. Yeah. And when he walks out here, like you said, uh, Snake and Scorpion. Uh, and Snake and Centipede. Sorry, Snake and Centipede come out. And Snake holds his his uh, little snake fangs up under the guy's chin. And then Centipede comes up with this weird fucking hook thing and just puts it in this kid's mouth. I don't know what in the fuck he did to this kid, but he kills him with it. Hooks it in his it mouth looked and like, like an, tears his tongue out or some shit. It looked like an Egyptian embalming tool, right? And yeah, like, like to pull his brain out his nose would or shove some shit. up the nose to pull his brain out the nose. But he shoves it in his mouth and then hooks it inside his mouth and pulls it open. And they leave. And then there's a, a whip pan back over to the kid's body. And the kid is just fucking... It's actually a, it's actually a very disturbing shot of the dead kid. And that concludes part three of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part four. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part four, and we will be back in your ears very soon.